so it's been a while since i've released an episode it's been more than a year and the reason for that is because i didn't have proper equipment and a lot was happening in my life this podcast is supposed to have been running for three years but for the last three years i've had certain issues i've been personally dealing with and circumstances but right now things are better so i should be able to continue releasing episodes consistently so yeah today we're going to be looking at the issue of anxiety and what the bible says about anxiety and how we as christians can overcome this because this is something that really affects a lot of us especially the youth because the times that we're living in right now are times whereby we are concerned about what the future holds what if the world comes to an end before i get married what if the world comes to an end before i succeed in a b c d and besides that there are day-to-day issues that we still struggle with whereby we need the peace and answers for the circumstances and the anxiety and the situations that are currently facing so that's what we're going to be talking about today and the main verse for today is going to be coming from philippians 4 verse 6 Alright, so like I mentioned earlier on, today we're going to be talking about anxiety and this is a a big issue for young people, us young people, because I myself, I am young, so I totally understand and I do have my own anxieties, I have my own um, wonderings about the future, like, is this going to happen, am I going to be able to do this, am I going to be able to do that, you know, I have my own goals that I have set and sometimes I just wonder if I will be able to accomplish them. But um, for some of the goals that I had set recently, like I did mention earlier on in the intro that um, I had an issue with equipment for recording content. If you go to my YouTube channel, which is Meme Culture 4, you will see that the, the audio quality there is not the best. And the reason for that is because I didn't have a proper gadget to record on. So now I do have one. So it's something that god has come through with for me like he's answered the prayer for me so he's held me with the situation i was facing of which is a situation i had faced for a really long time among other issues that i have faced so there are certain goals that i have set that i've seen uh happen and be accomplished in my life so um the example that we're going to be focusing on the most biblical figure that we're going to be looking at is king david so this guy um was anointed to be king while there was still a king in israel and no one was supposed to know about this because um Saul could have gotten angry and tried to kill david of which when he found out that david was going to be the next king Saul literally wanted to kill david and was always coming after him looking for him as many times as possible and he missed a lot of opportunities but david got two chances to kill Saul, but he never used those chances or situations because he trusted that god would come through for him so he didn't want to rise to power out of um 
I don't know how to put this. He didn't want to rush into power by killing his enemy, of which he was advised to do so a couple of times. Rather, he chose to trust God's timing and trust in God's will. So that's what we're going to be looking at. So when we look at Philippians 4 verse 6 uh, to 7, uh, uh, by the way, the verses on this episode are going to be based from the ESV and the Amplified Version. So the English Standard Version and the Amplified Version, which is the AMP, are the ones that are going to be used uh, for the verses here, mainly for context and also for simplification. So context is going to be coming from the Amplified Version, but simplification will be coming from the ESV so philippians 4 verse 6 to 7 says this do not be anxious about anything but in prayer and supplication with uh, thanksgiving let your request be made known to god and the peace of god is which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in christ jesus this was written by someone who suffered uh the worst kinds of situation and this person is paul paul was persecuted he was arrested and he was always in trouble for being a christian and ironically before he became a christian he was putting people in those situations so he fully understood it from both ends right so in this verse is giving us advice that we shouldn't worry about anything right if you look at the nlt version which is the new living translations it says don't worry about anything but pray about everything right right so in this version in the esv says that we should also give thanks right so thank god for your situation because if god is going to put you through a trial or through a storm here's the reason for it right many times you do not see that there's actually good that comes from trials and tribulations because sometimes it could be a lesson for patience it could be a lesson for strength it could be a way to teach you or to help you grow sometimes you won't even understand it but this is where the where, where trusting in god comes in it's very important that regardless of what the situation may look like regardless of how difficult it may seem if we put our trust in christ who is mentioned in the same verse philippians 4 is that when we trust him he will be able he will help us in every situation he's still able to help us whether we trust him or not but having trust in him rather than doubt shows that we know that he is capable but then when we choose not to trust in him and choose to trust in other methods we're saying not god is not capable so he's not going to step up for us because he's saying okay he seems to have to have it in his hands so where am i to mess with this plant right so god will not disturb you if you think you are all that so it's important to be humble because if you're not humble you'll be humbled that's what jesus said humble yourself or be humbled those who humble themselves will be exalted and those who exalt themselves will be humbled that's what christ said so it's important for us to be humble and turn to god because he is capable he is able he is god he is everything that we need so it's a very difficult thing to understand because when you're facing a trial when you're facing a storm it's 
it can be so cloudy that you don't see the sun behind the clouds right so when you look at the disciples when they were at sea they, they saw the storm but christ was fast asleep and they were so worried and then they turned to him the moment they turned to him he said why are you worried you know what, let me fix this you guys who have little faith so he turned the situation around and helped them all right and this how it is for us as well right because for us it's even i don't i wouldn't say better but it's even uh, okay i could say use the word better or more amazing i don't know how to explain or to put it i don't have the words for it my vocabulary right now is limited but what i'm trying to say is we haven't seen christ the disciples saw him with their own eyes they looked at jesus christ's eyes we haven't seen him we know him we know his name we trust in him but we haven't seen him and imagine the reward that we get for just having faith of which we are saved by faith alone because when you become a christian it's not because of the good deeds that you've done or because you're a pastor's child or you were born into a christian family you're a christian because you've given your life to christ and you've trusted him with that life that he'll be able to help you here on earth and that he will allow you to enter eternal life right that's what john 3 verse 16 talks about so it's important for us to cast our anxieties on him just like what first peter 5 verse 7 says which is cast casting all your cares casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you right so when you cast your worries on god he's able to help you because he cares for you it's like when you're in a relationship with someone right it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship in this example it could be a friend it could be uh, okay a spouse as well it could be a parent it could be a teacher anyone that you have a good relationship with when if they are able to help you you can trust them you know they care for you your parent if they love you they will help you right so god is our father so he takes good care of us because we are his children but the most important thing in this situation is dealing with unbelief if you don't have faith in god trust me you are not helping the situation because there is no way for you to get an answer in that situation because when we pray we pray by faith we say a bunch of words we say amen and we we don't even see anything happening we don't see anything in the spirit but we know that something is happening that is faith which is moving without seeing right we walk by faith and not by sight meaning you believe in the unseen of which we apply this every single day when someone says i trust you or you trust them we've never seen trust physically but it is something that we believe by faith when someone says i love you you don't see it by um you don't see it physically sure they can make actions and all that to show that they love you but people can still fake those actions but when you trust someone that they love you or that you love them you know by faith that this is true so it's the same thing when it comes to god loving us god caring for us because when we are burdened by anxiety and not turning to god we will not go anywhere we'll be held back but when we trust in god and read his word meditate on his word pray or listen to a podcast like you're doing right now there's a form of encouragement that comes from it right as 
uh, hope is restored where there seemed to be none. Right? Because when you look at Proverbs 12 verse 25, it says that anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down. That's what anxiety do- it does. It brings you down. It doesn't boost you. It doesn't bring you up. It pushes you back instead of moving forward. Right? It's like when you're about to take a long journey. Right? I used to walk a lot long distances uh, when I couldn't afford transport. So I had to walk long distances from the CBD to home right or from home to cbd right i used to walk those distances so you can imagine if i had to be in that situation whereby i have to walk and i look at the road and i worry about what if i i get hit by a car what if i meet a bunch of robbers what if i experience i get chased by a dog if i let those anxieties hold me back i wasn't gonna go anywhere because they i did meet dogs along the way i did meet people who looked suspicious but i didn't let that hold me back all that i focused on was the goal that i had set so it's the same way when we're in christ if we let anxiety get to us we will not be able to take the first step to moving forward right we will not go anywhere we'll be stuck in the same place but then when we put our trust in him he will help us and that's why when we are worried when we are sad when we pray we feel uh, a, a form of relief you know something has been taken off your back you, you feel so so i don't even know like rejuvenated something changes you know like you get hope more hope than you had before like this time you're like okay i'm sure even if things don't work out i am really trusting in god that he has a good plan for me you know just go with the flow because you know that god won't disappoint you you see so that's how um it is when we trust in god but when you let anxiety hold us back we are worrying about things that we haven't seen and 90 percent of the things that we worry about never come to pass i worried about dogs along the way because i have a fear of dogs i'm not used to dogs i have had bad experiences with dogs so i do have a form of trauma from there but regardless of that i had to take that journey alone and every time i took the journey i would pray to god lord please protect me i'll say psalms 20 psalms 121 psalms 91 you know and head on the road say the lord's prayer as well and just move by faith trusting that god will take care of me and that's how life is supposed to be as a christian trusting in god regardless of the situation that we are facing because uh the the normal or the usual reflex of the flesh is to worry you know but as a christian our reflexes are supposed to be praying so instead of us considering worrying let's consider praying right because there are people that we look up to people that we say not i want to be like you maybe as christian as a christian single you're looking at one couple in church you're like i'm trying to have a marriage like that or you are like me who is a content creator and there are content creators that you look up to and you're like i'm trying to be like that content creator whatever it is that you are trying to achieve those people that you're looking up to those people also had their own struggles to get where they are it wasn't easy it never was it never will be regardless of how the situation may look everyone has their own problems even if you have a billion dollars in your bank account 
you will still have a problem in your life that you need to deal with. But when you are in Christ, you have billions in faith and that faith will lead you further. I'm not talking about billions in money. I'm saying in faith as in you have billions in faith that your faith is your currency, right? It's the way to purchase, you know, answers from God. Right, even if the answers are not satisfactory, because sometimes God can answer our prayers with a no, He can answer our prayers with a not yet, and He can answer our prayers with a yes. So, regardless of the situation or how the Lord answers the prayer, we just need to be trusting and know that you know God has my back, He will not let me down. You know, even if it's going to be painful, I, I'm sure that God is going to help me because there was a guy in the Bible called Job, Job had everything and he lost it all. And then he regained it. And in that time in that time when he had nothing, the only thing that kept him going was faith. Even though he sometimes questioned God, he still had faith that not God is gonna carry me through this situation. All I have to do is pray and trust, pray and trust. That's what we're supposed to do as Christians. And we're gonna be looking at King David soon, but those are things that we need to understand, right? Because it doesn't matter whether the situation is small or not. Because there's sometimes whereby I look at a situation and say, no, ah, this is too small for me to pray about it. For me, if I am missing a sock, if I lose my pen, if it is the tiniest thing that I own, I will pray about it. Because God can handle anything. He says, don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. Everything thing meaning don't leave anything out if you're missing a sock pray lord where's the sock i can't find it's not under my bed it's not under my wardrobe it's not in my wardrobe it's not there in the toilet it's not there here it's not it's not it's not you know but when you pray the sock will appear it will even grow legs and come to you that's an exaggeration but what i'm saying is that faith is the key it opens doors god answers those prayers right so even if a situation is as big as losing a billion dollars pray you know just pray to god because if you are saying that you know this is too small for me to pray about and then you go to god with a big problem and if you think god can't handle a small problem why do you think he can handle a big problem why do you think now it's important everything is about us is important to god he cares about us so much that he knows the number of hair that we number of hairs that we have on our head. Right? If he didn't care, you wouldn't know. It wouldn't bother him. You'll be like, you know what? I have other things to focus on, you know. Hey, there's this cherubim and hey, I like it. It's singing. I don't even know which which angels are singing. I'm just trying to create a scenario whereby God is like, you know what? Let me enjoy my presence here in heaven and ignore my people on earth, you know. But he doesn't do that. The Bible in Psalms 121 says that he neither slumbers nor sleep, meaning God doesn't go to sleep for you, right? And sometimes we wonder, how does he even answer the prayers of everyone? He's omnipresent everywhere for all body. God will answer. He's got your back. So the most important thing is to trust him. If you're going to think that the situation is too small or too big, you're wrong. Because that's because as a Christian, faith needs you to trust about anything and everything because if a situation starts off small and escalates you try to solve it on your own and now you're going to god because now it's big and you're saying now the ball is in your court god no 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 
as a Christian, you trust in God regardless. Don't be the kind of Christian that lives in a world whereby you remember God when things are now tough. Be a person that trusts in God even when things are good. Even when it's a small thing that won't necessarily ruin your life like a missing sock. Unless the sock is very special to you and it was given by your grandmother's grandmother, then I understand. But if it's a sock that is replaceable, regardless, if you need it in that moment, pray about it. If you are concerned about where it is, pray about it. If you're not worried about it, you know that God will provide you with more socks. Fine. If you lose a billion dollars, pray about it. Maybe God will give you 10 billion, you know, just like Job. Job lost everything, but God restored his wealth and gave him even more. So, yeah, that's how we're supposed to live because as Christians, we're supposed to commit everything to God. Regardless of the situation, commit everything to God, just like Proverbs 16 verse 3 says commit your work to the lord and your plans will be established and even another verse in the same chapter six verses down which is in verse nine it says the heart of man plans his way but the lord establishes his steps so you can tell yourself you know what god can't handle this and you try to do it your own way and then you start suffering and then you wonder why am i suffering it's because you didn't think wisely you thought you were wise, but no, you are a fool. Sorry to say that, but it's very important for us to give everything to God. We shouldn't think that we are capable of everything, because if we were capable of everything, we wouldn't try to ask for help from other people. Before you ask God for help, we wouldn't try to ask other people. Sometimes we find ourselves in situations where you ask a stranger for help when you don't have a, a time. For those that don't use a time, if you don't have uh, reception as they call it in the movies to call somebody and now you are stuck but there's somebody there who has a starlink and can connect to another country with their internet you will need their help and you tend to them god has the starlink to everything in our lives right god is the answer he is the way the truth and the life he's the answer to the problems that we have he's the solution Whatever it is that we're dealing with, dealing with, looking towards God saves us. That's why it's important for us to look towards the cross. Just like when the children of Israel were in the desert and snakes were doing numbers, were doing things on them, chow, 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 biting, biting. God was like, focus on the copper snake. So they focused on the copper snake and they were healed. That copper snake is Christ. Look at Christ. Focus on Christ. He is the solution because when you are worried about what's going on around you, you are not going anywhere. Because in Psalms 91, it says that he will protect us even when thousands and ten thousands fall around us. God will protect us. So we shouldn't worry. You know, we should have faith and know that God is with us. So now when we look at the situation of King David, right? King David was anointed as a little boy. First of all, he was the last option for Samuel. Samuel kept anointing uh, David's brother, saying, you know, nah, this one. He looked at this one and said, yeah, this is the one right here. But no, he was very wrong. Right? He looked at the giant guys, the big brothers of David. He was like, this one is the, this, this, this one, this one's the king. He was wrong because he was more focused on appearances rather than a uh, the heart of which that's what god was looking at all right in david and the beautiful thing about this is that 
David never heard what or saw what was going on, right? I think, if I'm not mistaken, never saw what was going on. But if he had seen it, right, I'm sure he'd have been as discouraged as we would be. Like, why am I the last option? It wasn't even just was like, yeah, there's this little boy. Yeah, he's he's doing things in the world and yes, he's leading the sheep, you know. And there, and some so Samuel was like, bring him. Right. And that was the one. The little boy was busy, busy um, shepherding the sheep while his brothers were in the war zone. You know, they were going with the guns. They didn't use guns at the time, but you get what I'm saying. So they were at war, going, there were soldiers and all that, but David was just a little shepherd boy, and that's who God chose. Right? He went to the war, to the battlefield. With a sling and a stone. Killed the orb. Dead. Goliath gone. Little boy. Can you imagine the situation? If God could use that person and help him regardless of the storm and the giant that was in front of him. What's stopping him from helping you? Hmm? What's stopping him from helping you with whatever situation that you want? Hmm? You want to buy a car? God will give you the car. Are you trusting him? You want to get married? God will give you the spouse. Are you trusting him? You know, it's very important to trust God because it's very easy for us at the same time to forget him. David, when he was anointed, Saul was after him. He wanted to kill him because David was now doing more than what Saul was doing. Saul would kill a thousand and David would pull up with ten thousand dead, looting everything. And Saul would loot a bit. You know, Saul got beat up. Like, what? Gonna kill this one. God was like, no, 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 no. You're wrong. You know, because he protected David. And why? Because David also trusted in God, right? He was after God. David looked to God in everything. This is why when you open the book of Psalms, almost all the prayers and songs in there are by one God, David. Because whatever is he experienced, he prayed. Whatever situation he was in, if he was joyful, he sang to the Lord. Praises to the Lord. Joyful noises to the Lord. Right? And this is how we're supposed to be as well as Christians. David was also one of the most known sinners or well-known sinners don't judge me for my english if i've broken it but what i'm saying is david was one of the well-known sinners in the bible because one he took someone else's wife i understand from the description it seems like Bathsheba was hot you know he, he couldn't resist but he was supposed to but still he took Bathsheba and killed her husband God judged him for that. You will see it in Psalms 51 where he was crying, saying, Lord, hey, please forgive me for the bloodshed. Right? And he understood that it's not about the sacrifice. I cannot give you bulls and uh, you forgive me. Because he understood that this situation, faith, faith is the only thing that can help me. You know, I cannot help myself. I need to trust the Lord. He trusted in God. He cannot offer bulls on his altar and prayers. He knew faith was the most important thing. And that's what we as Christians are supposed to do. Right? Because 
when we look at the situation whereby Saul was chasing David, right? In Psalms 55 verse 1 to 3, this is what David said. Give ear to my prayer, O God, and hide not yourself from my plea for mercy. Attend to me and answer me. I am restless in my complaint, and I moan because of the noise of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked. For they drop trouble upon me, and in anger they bear a grudge against me. He knew very well that he had an enemy that wasn't happy with him, an enemy that was giving him restless night, an enemy that was looking for him every direction, left, right, and center. He was just, he was not even at peace in, at, at, at some point, right? He was oppressed, you know, and he was always running because David was uh, at some point a nomad. He was never in the same place, you know. He knew if I'm in this location, the They'll pull up and probably do a drive-by with a spear. Wah, gone. So he knew he was supposed to leave those places. He was always trusting in God. To a point whereby he even lived with Philistines, the enemy of the enemy of his nation. He had to wait. He went and lived with them. Right? And they didn't even trust him, but they let him stay. This is why the reason is why is because God was with him. Right? God let him set foot in the enemy's territory and said you know what you're gonna dwell here you're gonna be fine and he was fine right so when we are moving with god he's able to take care of us right he put his faith in god and trusted that god will help him regardless of the hardships he experienced and he expressed all his emotions in the psalms which we ourselves use as prayers when we face troubles in life Right. I use the Psalms every day when I wake up, when I sleep, when I close my eyes. Before I wake up, I pray with the Psalms. When I go to sleep, I pray with the Psalms because the Psalms are the answers of the songs, are the everything to the situations. Which is why we as Christians are supposed to trust the Lord. Turn to the Lord, turn away from sin, turn away from your doubt, turn away from trusting yourself, trusting the Lord with all your heart. You know, don't trust yourself. So we as Christians need to understand that God is the answer, God is the solution, God is our help. Because when you look at um, Psalms 27, David also had faith even in times when he, he was succeeding, you know, because we, we just read in Psalms 55 where he's worried and concerned about about his enemy looking for him, he's restless. But then when you look at Psalms 27 verse 1, David says that the Lord is my light and my salvation. He knew that God is his help, the light in the darkness, his savior. So whom shall he fear? That's what he said. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? He knew, but at the same time, he was concerned. This is why he trusted in God. He's like, you know, God will protect me. So why should I be scared? You know, he was never scared. But at the same time, he had his own fleshly mishaps and shortcomings whereby I was really concerned. Right? But God still took good care of him. Right? And then when we as Christians leave, right, we need to live in a way that David understood that everything happens according to the will of God. Like I had mentioned earlier on is that uh, uh, I say that um, David did not want to ascend to power through killing Saul. 
right he didn't want to be that kind of a person so he made sure that everything would go according to god's plan because even after saul died someone else was appointed as king right it took him a while for him to become king because he, he, judah and israel separated and then he was the one to unite them it was really a tough situation and a tough time he went through the most to become king it was never easy so you want to become ceo but you don't want to be a cleaner don't want to be the intern don't want to be the coffee boy hmm? you don't want to be the one being sended around you know you don't want to be the messenger of people but you want to sit in the in the in the seat of the ceo work hard upgrade your status right trust the lord that he will upgrade you if you are not humble you will stay humbled right so we are supposed to move by the will of God, right? David understood this. This is why he never attacked Saul. He never went against his enemy. His biggest enemy was also his father-in-law, family issues. Anyways, so David understood that if he went to power in through that method, people would not really like him. He wanted the people to choose him. And he also wanted God to be the one to decide whether he takes the throne or not, right? So he understood the importance of God's will. So now, when we look at Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 7, it talks about the will of God, right? That we should trust in the Lord with all our hearts and we should not lean on our own understanding. In all our ways, we should acknowledge him and he will make our path straight. We should not be wise in our own eyes, but we should fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Remember, trust in the will of God turn away from evil because sometimes we choose to do evil doubting in god doubting god is uh, uh, doing evil because you're saying not god is not powerful enough to help me right that is evil evil behavior stop it stop that stop that nonsense trust the lord turn away from thy sin right turn away from evil sometimes you do those things that they shouldn't be doing eh? they think they can manipulate god for an answer because they're used to god saying no because they are not patient now they figured not let me manipulate god for an answer so i will name it and claim it i'll manifest it i'll say it and it will happen no you're not god you cannot determine what happens on earth right witchcraft is possible and anything that is outside of scripture mm, 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 and if you try it and apply it to christianity and say that this is the word of god this is the will of god that's not the will of god all right god doesn't like that god does not approve so why should you approve if you claim to follow him who makes the approvations he makes the decision god approves and disapproves why should i try to approve your own thing right if the word of course says no why are you to say yes when jesus says no nobody can say yes but when jesus says yes nobody can say no i don't like beyonce i'm not an enemy of beyonce or anything i just don't listen to her as a christian for obvious reasons her music doesn't align with me but for that moment that song was true when jesus says yes nobody can say no but at the same time when jesus says no nobody can say yes so don't try it if god says no and you try to do your own thing you will cry you will see the tears scrolling down your face running to the to the lips from the eyes you know and you use the hand or the tissue to wipe it away right and then you wipe away the tears you know 
So it's very important to trust God. Turn away from sin. Trust the Lord. Don't manifest. Don't name it, claim it. Don't believe that you can speak things into existence. If you think you can speak things into existence, you're fooling yourself. Because speaking things into existence is saying, let there be light and the light happens. So if you cannot tell, say, look at a situation and say, uh, let there be a bottle of water in front of me. Then shut up and pray. Right? Don't open your mouth to speak blasphemies. Don't do that. It's insulting. It's blasphemous towards God. You need to be res- respectful towards God. Because even in Colossians 2 verse 8, God says, that, see, it, see to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception, pseudo-intellectual babble, according to the tradition and musings of mere men following the elementary principles of this world rather than following the truth the teachings of christ right follow the truth don't tend to the last god doesn't like that if you read that same verse in color in the new living translation it says that don't listen to high sounding nonsense high sounding there's nonsense that sounds so good you'd believe it to be true but it's not don't listen to it don't be nonsense don't be that person right we move by faith we live by faith we trust the lord right so it's very important for us to do that because when we know that the will of god is in our lives then things will go well but if you try to do it things are on way oh you cry because i think james is the one who says that don't say tomorrow i will do this yesterday i will do that say if the lord is willing i shall do this i shall do that if god says no nobody can say yeah if you didn't say yes say it now right so it's very important that we uh, we trust the will of god right it's very important that we turn away from our fleshly desires turn away from the deception of the devil and the deception of mere mortals as the word says in colossians 2 right and when we pray which is a verse that a lot of people and misunderstand and misinterpret which is mark 11 verse 24 which says that when we pray about everything we pray about anything we should believe and trust that god will come through for us right and it shall be so that is true right but it it's never going to be in the way we expect sometimes right sometimes we're going to face it you're going to get an answer in the most unusual way Right. So it's very important for us to understand that God doesn't work the way we, we, we work in our heads. Right? He has his own way of dealing with things. So don't try to deal with things. Dine your way of on. Right? Do the things in the way of the Lord. Trust the Lord. Turn away from sin. Don't think that your will is above God's will. God's will is above all. Right? Because um when you look at the same verse in the amplified version this verse has nothing to do with manifesting but i've seen a lot of christians take this verse and say you know what we can twist it you know twisty 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 no 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 that is nonsense high sounding nonsense so don't be a uh, um i've learned this word and i'm gonna use it Shem. but anyways don't be attracted by pseudo intellectual 
baby like the bible says don't be attracted by that don't be attracted by pseudo intellectual babble rather be attracted by the truth and the teachings of christ of which the teachings of christ in the full context this is what mark 11 verse 24 says for this reason i am telling you whatever things you ask for in prayer in accordance with god's will believe with confidence confident trust that you have received them and they will be given to you right it probably skipped you so i will say uh, the part one more time listen carefully whatever things you ask for in prayer whatever it is that you pray for whatever it is that you request god supplicate supplication when you turn to the lord and pray make sure that what you are praying for or trust that what you are praying for is in accordance with god's will that's what the verse says then you can believe that god will help you if it is in his will of which this is something that a lot of people don't know they think that you whatever you pray for if i want money right now i pray for a billion god will give me a billion no 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 that's not how it works i needed equipment for my podcast but for three years for my podcast and youtube for three years couldn't couldn't do it had no way i could not record i could not do things the way i had planned to because i did not have equipment i went through that time trusting in the lord and here i am today making an episode for you hoping that i'll make more so in this situation that you face whatever it is that you're struggling with it is important for you to trust the lord the most important thing you can do not only for yourself but for others around you your brothers and sisters in christ is to trust the lord and his will whatever worries you have and whatever concerns you have in your life trust god don't be the kind of person that runs to the first available option that is far from the scriptures if you are struggling with loneliness and boredom you shouldn't turn to things like pornography drugs and sexual immorality fornication or whatever the most important thing you can do for yourself is seeking community if you're unable to join a church try to uh, indulge in things like this podcast like other podcasts like the living waters podcast youtube channels that are god-centered bible-centered bible believing and bible obeying because some people believe the bible but they don't obey it so make sure it's bible obeying and bible truthing you know things that lead you closer to god than farther from him because the flesh the flesh will always want sin that's a fact i know because i myself i'm a christian that struggles with sin sometimes so it's important for us to say you know what i will not do this right i will not only flee i will trust in god isn't you like saying i'll not only screenshot today say it i will not only flee i will trust in god i will not only flee from sin i will trust in god i will not only flee from sexual immorality i will trust in god i will not only flee from drugs and alcohol i will trust in god i will not only flee from worrying and anxiety i will trust in god right don't let the devil use you don't give him the fuel don't give him the juice 
you know, take it away, take the juice away, give it to God, and trust that God will make the juice sweet the same way He made the water, wine, and everybody had a good time at the wedding. He provided where there was no provision, you know. So trust God, know that He's with you. And if you're not a Christian yet, it's very important for you to repent. Alright. So make sure that you try you understand what this faith is all about. Don't just um say a prayer the sinner's prayer which a lot of people in the christian faith like to say whereby they say oh, if you say this prayer um uh just say, repeat after me lord jesus come into my heart and so forth and so forth that is a good prayer but it's not a prayer that gives you faith or makes you become a christian becoming a christian is trusting in god by faith and trusting that christ died on the cross for your sin seeking a relationship with god diligently seeking him seeking for your community in christ be it a church be it cell groups gathering with other christians if you are in a situation like mine whereby it's not necessarily possible all the time to gather with others then you know be be patient and know that the lord will still make it possible you know because sometimes solitude is important but as a baby christian i'd recommend church church is very important never miss church if you can attend church attend it i mean sometimes you have moments whereby you can't just like when you want to read your bible but it's not doing it's understandable god understands but what you're supposed to do as we've learned today trust in god so i really pray that this has blessed you i pray that it helps you i pray that you understand why uh, anxiety and worrying doesn't solve the problem right and for the ones that are baby christians and the ones that are not even christian but want to be christian read matthew 6 verse 33 read the book of john all right especially chapter 3 right but the book of john explains faith perfectly it is the beginning tells you about the beginning of the world and the end tells you about the end of what christ came to do and the within of the of the book of john are perfect it's wonderful it tells you everything that pertains to this life on the earth it tells you the problems about the situations about how christ is gonna solve them and how he himself went through certain situations that we sometimes face in this life and how he handled them right he is our example our leader so i pray that this has helped you and may god bless you and i'll see you next time